Tim Chang was born in 1991 and proudly admits to knowing nothing about anything that happened before 2003. Sheltered, innocent, and unaware, this is one man's attempt to show Tim Chang the wonders of the world around him. This is The Education of Tim Chang with your host, Josh Simpson. Hello and welcome to the second episode of The Education of Tim Chang. I am Josh Simpson, your host. Um, this second episode is technically just part two of our first episode about the Beatles, uh, but as it turns out, it's kind of hard to cover the Beatles catalog in only one hour, so we went ahead and indulged ourselves and did it in two. Uh, in this second half, my guest Waylon McQueen and I will force Tim Chang to listen to all of the Beatles' revolver, most of Sgt. Pepper's, and then a few songs off uh, the White Album, Abbey Road, Let It Be, and uh, a couple singles to boot. We had a lot to cover, and we were running out of time after six hours of listening to The Beatles with Tim Chang, um, but hopefully you'll like it. Uh, here we go! So the education of Tim Chang continues. Uh, so now we're going to uh, move on, uh, and we're going to listen to an entire album with Tim Chang. Don't worry, we're not going to play the whole thing uh, on this podcast, although it would be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, 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 we're going to listen to Revolver, which uh, uh, Wayland was mentioning. Uh, uh, I think I told him uh, that this was the first album, like, when I was in college, a friend of mine was just, like, in his music room. He had a little room for all things media, listening to uh, Revolver. Uh, and that was the first time I listened to the Beatles, like, not just the songs, but, like, an album. And, I'm, and, and it's one of the first times I was struck by, like, like, I can't imagine being alive when, like, this album was just released. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, getting this at the store for the first time and listening yeah. to it. Like, it was, I felt like I kind of got to do that. So that's what we're going to do for you, Tim Chang. Yeah. I was reading on um, Wikipedia or whatever, but th- th- there was a thing, a link to, like, uh, this guy in Pitchfork said that he thinks of Revolver as... Just a, a, the best example of a band gaining supreme confidence. Oh, that's good. I think that's a pretty good. That's a good way to put it. Pr- yeah. yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. And then they're going to stop touring. So that's yeah, exactly. They want to do studio shit. I, I didn't know that actually until yeah. you told me that today. Yeah, they the stopped Beatles touring. stopped touring just to do make after, more music after this album. Uh, I don't know exactly the timeline. I think it is after this album. Yeah, but it was before Sgt. Pepper. They're just like we don't. We're not going to ever play live again. Wow. They never did, except for a rooftop concert way down the road we'll talk about later. But yeah. That's arrogant. It is arrogant. Yeah, I think they're that, the Beatles. Well, but is it arrogant or is it focused? I think it's arrogant. Come on. I mean, a bunch of fans from all over the world want to see you guys, and you guys are going to turn them down? But they're not. They're making more music for them. In a way, I get to enjoy more of the Beatles <laughs> because they did that then. Well, you'll. he hasn't heard Sgt. Pepper yet, so you'll kind of see why. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. You'll see why. Also, they like what resulted from them stop touring. Yeah, Yoko Ono. Let me turn, don't Never Eventually, mind. Yoko Ono. <laughs> who, we'll get you, into Yoko. who I know you've pictured on drums this whole time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> One, two, three, four. One, two. This is like the definite transition from old Beatles to new Beatles. They'll never be the same again. Okay, you'll see why afterwards. But I think Revolver is a great one. 19 for me Cause I'm the tax man Yeah, I'm the tax man uh, What do you think of tax man? man? So I thought that was kind of like a Kind of like the beach song But with like an electric guitar <laughs> Like heavy electric guitar So it's kind of like an updated song. version of a, of a beach song <laughs> Yeah, like something you hear at the beach, but now it's like kind of um, updated. It's like, oh, look, we've got some guitars now. Electric guitars. <laughs> if you drive a car, car I'll tax the street. If you try to sit, I'll tax your seat. If you get too cold, I'll tax the heat. If you take a walk, I'll tax your Next is Eleanor Rigby. Look at all the lovely people. Look at all the lovely 
church where a wedding has been Lives in a dream, waits at the window Wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door Who is it for, all alone? Eleanor Rigby, that, I like that one a lot That was probably my favorite one Have you ever heard that one? I've, not, I've never, heard, never that heard that one. Yeah, no, I, one. I really like that because of the violin. Um, I thought it was a nice change to all the other Beatles songs I've heard. And overall, just like it sounded like almost epic. It was just kind of it was like a it was a nice change of, of tone. It's like instead of just like a normal beach song or a rock song or kind of acoustic keep saying beach song because that's that's how I'm going to categorize it. It's just like a, <laughs> these are the beach Beatles song. Okay, songs. okay. And uh, yeah, Eleanor was it's something I'd listen. In, to in, in my car like that's a oh, another one car worthy another song. car worthy song yeah that was a paul song this is the first time you've really had anything great to say about a paul song yeah paul's paul's pretty pretty cool now for, <laughs> for that song yeah uh all right what do we got what was the ne- what was next i'm uh, only sleeping i'm only sleeping I like that one. I checkmarked it. It was a pretty good song. It's a song that I'd listen to if I wanted to pass out. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, if I want to get go to sleep and someone had to sing to me, it'd be I'm Only Sleeping. It was still kind of like an upbeat song. Though. A little bit, yeah. It, it sounded like, like Eleanor Rigby was more like a chill, relaxing song. Well, maybe yeah. not because that's a pretty intense violin, but... But it felt like that's the kind of song like that I'd listen to and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to feel sleepy. Like, just like the titles, like, I'm only sleeping, yeah. I guess. And it's not like a jet song. It's not, I'm only sleepy. It's, I'm only, I'm only sleeping, <laughs> sleeping, sleeping. I'm only sleeping. It's more about, like, sleeping. watching your life pass by, but... Yeah. You just... Uh, knowing John, it probably was him just being sleepy. Each day just goes so fast I one hated it what did you, yeah. what did you oh, so you like the sitar in norwegian wood but you hated it in this one well this one's like it just sounded too i'm not like racist or they just sounded too indian kind of like egyptian almost it's just like too like it's not a rock it's not a rock song it's not one of those mellow beatles songs it's just kind of like it's like it's like too much of that i wasn't into that it was too much yeah eloquently put it's another George song, so you're, uh, George is over too. He's over. killing you on this. Yeah. <laughs> not a George Harrison. Not a George he's, fan. He's not doing too well with me right now. You're going to go forget them again. Uh, forget him again. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you might as well. Uh, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Paul McCartney's love song. I wonder everywhere. And if she's beside me, I know I need This one felt like a lullaby to me. Uh, was just you, you just were just looking to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this one wasn't. Well, I mean, you got up early, right? Yeah, I got up early. I like I'm only sleeping. Like I thought that was cool, but then here, there, and everywhere it was like it just it was like a like a wannabe carbon copy of that other song. I'm only sleeping. Really? In my opinion, yeah, it's like it's I thought just, that here, there, and everywhere here, was there, just there. a flat out love song. Yeah, it's just a. It, it bored me. <laughs> I wasn't into it. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Have you ever been I in think love? It's a beautiful love song. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was in love. With who? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> well, 
Another podcast. <laughs> another podcast. This is the only podcast you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm making another one. It's about love. <laughs> Here, there, never goes right into your one of the only songs you've ever heard by the Beatles, "Yellow yeah. Submarine." And now I've heard it uh, for the first time in full. We all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine, yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine, yellow submarine. And our friends are all aboard. Many more of them live next door. And the band begins to play. playing guitar here on this was one of the songs that was uh that i had to play so was it really yeah there's a guitar hero uh beatles version oh but i had i had that it was a rock band it was a rock band yeah. a rock band yeah, yeah a rock band i thought it was wait guitar. you didn't have that game i didn't have that game my friend did so and you what? had a little bit of exposure to the beatles because of that yeah and that's oh. and that was one because we kept playing that song because that was the easiest one to play that was like a dream for me when that came out <laughs> to be able to I gave my Play rock band, Beatles. including rock band Beatles, to a Chinese delivery man when I was moving. Because I was like, I can't have drum toys in my family room anymore. <laughs> Just as an adult, can't have drum toys. Uh, uh, so Yellow Submarine, did you any? Did you take anything away what? now yeah. hearing it again in this context? I thought it was average. Average. Um, you yeah. thought Yellow Submarine <laughs> yeah. was average. Because I don't know, like, this is like a song where, like, okay, like... I'm not even saying in terms of quality, but just as a song. As a song, <laughs> it, yeah, it's like... it's Average. Like, yeah, it's like it's like a 5 out of 10. It's like, it's like okay. Because what what I, did it or didn't you like? You tell me. The thing is, like, I don't know where... Like, I can't put this in any setting for myself. Like, I, if I'm depressed, I can't listen to this. If I'm happy, <laughs> I can't listen to this. Like, where, where, do I, where am I supposed to listen to this? Like, like at a... Like, at a... I don't know, they got a aquarium fan. or something? Like, I don't know. No, not an aquarium. <laughs> if they played this in an aquarium, it would be way too heavy-handed. It would be great. Yeah, I would but, um, love to hear this in an aquarium. <laughs> I would be so, so happy. would be like, what? Uh, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Then, <laughs> Octopus's Garden. Yeah. Uh, overall, it was okay. Not Definitely not car-worthy. And uh, I, the guy repeating Ringo was really annoying. Ringo? The guy repeat because Ringo sang the song, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the guy there's like a guy repeating everything he was saying, like, submarine, submarine. Oh, like, that was John. You didn't oh, like that, that, was, that was annoying. Oh, I love that part when he's doing the echo. Gotta shut up. <laughs> Tell John to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> don't you think that might encapsulate the spirit of that song? Like the fact that they're all just kind of yelling and having a merry old time? Yeah. No, man, this is, this is... It had to culminate, right? What do you think that song's about? The yellow submarine. You think that song is literally about <laughs> everyone in the world no. living in a yellow submarine? <laughs> it's about, it's about uh, people hanging out together. It was written as a child. Like Paul McCartney was trying to trying to write like a child song for children. I don't know if I have the right answer for what this song's about, but I think I do. What do you think it's about? I think I I think it's just about like like it's a happy way of saying that we're all in the same boat. That's what I think. That's a, like yeah. Uh, like yeah, that's I don't know if that's true. I think it's a good. That's how I always viewed it. Was yeah. like it's like we're all together on this, we're all on the same boat, and it's just like a like a, a joyful, weird jubilee. Like there's no way the Beatles would put out a song like that, especially smack dab in the middle of their record <laughs> or their album, and not think that it was going to be like what? Like it's a weird song. Oh yeah, I got a. Well, it was a single too. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> some something had to be done with yeah. it. Uh, but I think uh, th- this was the first time that they had people say, like, this is a drug song. Oh, really? Yeah. No wonder I didn't like it, but... You hate drug songs? <laughs> I'm just never even done drugs. Uh, but it's not a drug song at all, but this is the first time, so they're just like, what the hell? I could see guys? that, though. It's just yeah. loopy it's and weird. It's out of nowhere. It's so silly. Um, it's the Beatles. She said. She said. This was a another mediocre, average rock song. It's like, I felt like this is like a filler song. Just kind of like felt the album. Like they had to deliver fourteen tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like I'll just make something like this. Put some drums in there. Throw some lyrics. Get the job done. 
the lyrics were based on stuff that uh, Peter Fonda was saying when he was on LSD when he was hanging out with the Beatles. Oh, then perfect. This would be a good filler song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim like Chang, you might have nailed that one. Yeah. <laughs> she said, you don't understand what I said. I said, no, 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 you're wrong. When I was a boy, everything was right. Um, all right, Good Day Sunshine. Start, start of side two. Another Paul song. Good Day Sunshine. That it was a very positive song. It was like, had a... <laughs> It was uppity. Is that a was that a word? Uppity, uplifting maybe. Uppity, uppity means more uppity. like snobby. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, not uplifting. It didn't make me feel empowered, but it just like it was a very nice song. It's like I could walk outside and kind of and like think you're better than everyone in the world. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I think I'm like walk down the street. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just like a, kind of be all just you know really nice, like stepping on clouds. <laughs> yeah. Like a big big smile on my face. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. We take a walk. The sun is shining. This is a good example of like this is a time though where Paul was really like positive, like this. Uh, and then when they released this, Rain, this song called Rain by John was a B side, so it was like such a perfect example of how during this time John was just getting super dark and in his head and shit, and Paul was like still like happy and Good day, sunshine, and Paul and John was like rain, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good day, sunshine. Then we lie. And your bird can sing. Another beach song. This one is John, John. This is a John song. He hated it actually. Like he talked the most shit about this song of about any song that he wrote. But it's one of my favorites because the lyrics I think are really cool. I think it's an underrated Beatles song. And I think John underrated it. But just like the, you can tell me you've got everything you want. Andrew Bird can sing. Like he's just like so what. And it's like the attitude of like I don't give a shit about your <laughs> how you're doing or what you have. Mm-hmm. What about like, for, cool for no one? For no one, this sounded like a like a heartbreak song to me, right? Like a probably, you know, yeah. like this is a song I listened to if I was going through like a heartbreak or something, and I wanted to just kind of be, I guess, indul- indulgence at like my my feelings, you know. Sure. Yeah. This right. Is one of the, no, this is one of the best songs in the album. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I checkmarked it, so I like yeah. it. And in her eyes, you see nothing. No sign of love behind the tears Cried for no one A love that should have lasted years You want her, you need her Paul again. Paul, damn, Paul's yeah. my man. <laughs> yeah. Paul's my man. He's still alive. Yeah. You could go meet him if you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? <laughs> what would you say if you met Paul McCartney? I was like, hey, I uh, like your music. You'd li- That's it? <laughs> you would lie to his face? No, I do like him. I, I, most of the songs I've liked so far is from him. You could right? probably actually, actually like put on a good like just from what you've learned so far. Be like, hey, I love your work on Revolver. He'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good. We're <laughs> giving you a line. For some reason, I feel like you will meet Paul McCartney. I would be <laughs> furious if you got to meet Paul McCartney before I got to meet Paul McCartney. <laughs> I've only had two Beatles left to be able to meet, so. Oh, I'm sorry about that. If you ever think you're going to meet Paul McCartney, you better figure out a way to get me invited. Uh, definitely, yeah. Right. I mean, well, <laughs> I don't think you'll be more really. stoked. <laughs> Somehow it will happen. It'll happen. I saw Ringo Starr walk right by me. Really? Yeah, at Conan. But it was uh, uh, not. <laughs> it was just the only time. I was like, oh, he's got like 40 people. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. a Beatle. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Robert. Uh, doctor, can I can I put that with I Want to Tell You? Because I felt like these two songs were kind of the same to me. They're both average okay. and they both kind of sounded the same. Um, I didn't, I wasn't into either of those, to be honest. They just sound like average rock songs. Another. Like, I don't think when you think of that album, you'd necessarily think of either of those songs. Do you? 
No, I think Dr. Roberts, it's like one of my least favorite Beatles songs. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. I mean, it's a John song. I don't like talking shit against John, but it is, I agree with you. I think it's planned. It's just like, okay, it's about a doctor yeah. that gives you pills. Like, <laughs> awesome. Like, I don't know. I guess it's cool to like start like, you know, a lot of these songs are just like silly and not about anything. And so, and it's going to be like, it's going to happen more. They're just going to have these songs that are just like cool songs. But I just think Dr. Robert misses. Like, I get it. Like, oh, let's think about a doctor, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Hey, you know what? Me neither. Fuck the Beatles, right? Let's end yeah. this yeah. yeah, fuck the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Fun it's all about Drake. <laughs> you didn't run. You didn't lie. You knew I wanted just to hold you. And had you gone, you knew in time we'd meet again for I had told you. into my life i like this one it was uh it's something i put in like a like a love mixtape if i had to send it to a, a girl. love mixtape yeah oh it's um because it's like like there's a fun tempo it's really happy and it's like like i i give this song to a girl and be like hey you know what i think we make a good couple together if i you know that's the kind of gotta get you into my life yeah it's another paul song really yeah Paul's just killing it, guys. And the other two you just hated were a John and George song, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's doing well on this album. I told you to listen to the lyrics to this, so what it's what do you think it's about? It's uh, it's about trying to get a girl in in your life, right? Uh, it's every day. Paul McCartney said that the song's about marijuana. <laughs> well, wow, smoking off. pot. Yeah. Well no, it definitely seems like the lyrics indicate that it's about a I mean, I thought it was about a girl until I read that. But Isn't yeah, that the greatest yeah. thing. You can write a song about a girl and then be like, it's about weed. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually about weed. Because <laughs> <laughs> weed's awesome, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, isn't that crazy, though? Because it is yeah. a great song. I think that you interpreted it the correct way. It's, or maybe McCartney's just full of shit and you just said that. I thought this was, this was I like this song too. I thought it was uh, like a badass song. Like um, you could put this in an action movie and kind of shoot your guns at <laughs> villains and stuff like that. You know, it was fast paced and it's a good I, song to go out on, huh? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I thought the tone was like this was the, this was the only song I felt like the tone was completely different because everyone every other song was either like really happy or. Uh, average or like kind of depressing mm-hmm. almost and this one was just like like fuck it i'm just gonna go out and just just do it you know and uh and i, I liked it. it sweet yeah so you that's like cool that that's a big yeah that's a big one this is like their first psychedelic like trippy is real trippy song this was john in beatles lore it's like a turning point like they ended the revolver it's kind of that. yeah yeah it's like we're we left the past behind and now we're gonna make strawberry fields and sergeant pepper and shit all that stuff so tim chang you just listened to revolver yeah give me your overall thoughts overall thoughts well i had a a ranking for this too okay yeah yeah. thought about it Mm, seven out of ten seven out of ten if it wasn't for paul what's ten what's ten ten is perfect like what? Ten is like, 
Ten is like Kanye's album, the um, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh-huh, like every song on that album was like amazing. That's a ten out of ten. This was a seven out of ten. If there wasn't Paul McCartney, this would have been like a three. <laughs> <laughs> Paul single handedly lifted Paul, it. Oh yeah, Paul was like he was, Paul lifted them out of the ashes. Basically, yeah, in my head anyway. How about you comparing know. it to like yeah. the stuff we listened to at first? We listened to all those. Oh, this is definitely like better. She loves you and all that stuff. Yeah, this is definitely better. I definitely like this more than the uh, the other stuff that they had in the beginning. If you if we weren't doing this podcast and mm-hmm. you knew all that old stuff was the Beatles, you know, mm-hmm. and then I played just played Revolver for you without telling you what it was, do you think that you would have thought it was the Beatles? Like recognized it if all you knew was like I saw you standing there and twist and shout and she loves you all those old ones. I don't think I would have. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I don't think I would have because it it is completely different. It's it's like. It's like they're a whole new band. Yeah. You know? Like, they changed all the band members. Like, all the Beach Boys, <laughs> you know, are gone. Like, they started throwing in some, like, like people who had emotions, you know? <laughs> like, had deep thoughts about certain topics, you know? So, like, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's, like, not all, like you said earlier, it's not all about, like, talking about girls and, you yeah. know, being in love and stuff, so. So, what's next? Strawberry Fields. And Strawberry Halloween. Fields. So, yeah. this is a song that when we were in the park... Which we haven't mentioned yet, but we should. But we just went to New York City and went to the John Lennon Memorial. And there was a guy playing some songs in the park. And it was great. Yeah, it was really uh, great. And someone requested Strawberry Fields. And it was just like, that's going to be uh, a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. He did a good job, though. Yeah, he did, yeah. A, he did a great job. Right. Um, cool. All right. Well, here it is. Strawberry Fields. Tim Chang's first time. Strawberries. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you down. Strawberry Initial thoughts. Um, I feel like this is a song you have to like get high to really appreciate. You think? I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. It can't so. just be a beautiful idea even though you're not high. Also, I you've never been high. What? I've been <laughs> high? I've been high. No, I, I've never been high. No, you have not been high. <laughs> I have not been high. So you can't... You you saying, like, like uh, you must be high to enjoy this is like me saying, like, you got to be able to dunk a basketball in order to appreciate it. <laughs> like, you've yeah, never done it. But you, I, know, you have no idea. I feel like I've seen so many people high that's like, I guess I know what it's like because I've seen it so, so much around me. No. No, I have to really get high to know what it's like. Yeah, another episode. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I mean, like, face value, though. What do you think that song's about? It's about, um... I think it's I honestly do think it's about just like nothing nothing is real, I guess. You you can just make up whatever you want and let that be true. Use your imagination. Let me take you down cuz I'm going to strawberry fields. Nothing is real. He wrote it like as a look back, like um, on his childhood, where he could, uh, where he lived. You can see out into this place called Strawberry Field, which is like a children's home, like, oh, an, or- really? like an orphanage kind of, but not like an orphanage, like you know, like a child, like where they sent like troubled kids, I guess, kind of like almost like a boarding school. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. It was for the Salvation Army. It was like a children's home. Got and it. so I think it's about, you know, like the, all that, like, nothing has, nothing I think is in my tree. Like, I think it's like a childhood kind of, like, look back on, like, the childhood, what it's like to be a child and, like, all the wonder and how you view the world kind of But also it's crazy. the name of an orphanage. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> that is kind of crazy. <laughs> that goes I with Tin Chang what he's saying a little bit, I guess. It's just like. If you're an orphanage, you probably have to have a big imagination. <laughs> I just think it's a wonderful song. That's all. I oh, like. it's a great song. It's like one of their. <laughs> you guys are looking at me because. <laughs> well, what do you? Th- how would you rank it compared to the one? Would you play it in your car? I wouldn't play it in my car. Nope. No car no, worthy. Not, not car worthy. I feel like I put it in my car. I would just like, I I would put 
This is what I do when I'm bored of my car. Um, I put my like chin on my steering wheel. That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also I, I'm still holding on to it. I was like, put my like chin on, just like like that kind of. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are you saying right now? Well, I mean, only when I'm in tr- like heavy traffic. When it's when I'm only going like two miles an hour, I do that. You put your chin on chin your on steering, steering wheel like a puppy dog. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I'll like and- <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fold my arms like that on my steering wheel and kind of go like this. Like you get, no one can see it, but I'm fold my arms and kind of like if you're on a desk and you're bored, you put your chin on your yeah. Like, except for yeah. when you're at a desk, you're not in control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like but a, I mean, like it's not dangerous vehicle. because it's the, there's no we're not moving. We're pretty much not moving at all, so it's like whatever. So you might as well just take a quick snooze. Have you ever fallen yeah. asleep? Um, I have fallen asleep while driving. And, Jesus, and, yeah. I actually, and I did it when there was no traffic. It was like past like one a.m. And I was swerving everywhere. It was crazy. Dangerous, dangerous uh, story. I, oh, also, I ran past a red light after a cop had just passed by. What? Gee, when? How did you what know you, you were doing all this? What are you talking this? about? If you were asleep, um, how did you know you were doing all this? Because I, I, I try to wake myself up every time, and I go right back to sleep. So pull over. Now we're into, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't sleep and drive. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I just really wanted to go home. I didn't want to – I don't know. This was, like – this was, like, a – like last year. Oh wow! <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was Basically a long time ancient ago. Ancient times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was just tired that day, and uh, obviously, yeah. Yeah, Felton <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jack. I don't know how us saying, "Would you watch? Would you listen to Strawberry Fields?" That's you confessing that sometimes it's on your steering wheel. But uh, here we are. Here's my here's my professional advice for you. If you get nothing else out of this out of this first episode of your podcast, don't fall asleep in your car. Yeah, it's a really bad idea. Yeah, for sure. Super bad idea. Like, <laughs> one of the worst. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next is Sergeant Peppers for Tim Chang. Sergeant Peppers, Lonely Hearts Club Band. Just give us the sh- give us give Tim Chang the spiel, the the two the the one minute spiel of Sergeant Pepper. Just tell him tell him a little. Per, we've you familiarized him a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So Sergeant Pepper is if you probably if you took all the people that have ever made the best albums of all time list, Sergeant Pepper is going to be on. Number one on more lists than any other album, I would bet money on probably. Okay. Maybe Pet Sounds, but by the Beach Boys. But Sergeant Pepper is like considered one of the best albums of all time, one of their best. It's not necessarily my favorite, but it is very, very good. And um, it's just this like crowning achievement by the Beatles. They were still great afterwards, and we'll see why. And people still love them, but like this was just kind of out of nowhere, awesome. And Strawberry Fields was like the precursor. Of like, oh, is that what's to come? And it was, and it was cool. So, you'll see. Quite slowly 
Sergeant Peppers, give me overall thoughts. Overall, I thought this was this was probably the best album out of uh, all the songs on this album. Most of them, anyway, were a lot better than the ones that I heard previously. Just better? Uh, much better. Much better. How are they better? I think uh, I think it was a lot. The, the pace was a lot faster. Um, those were a lot. Most of the songs, like, were songs that I could probably sing along with. Uh, jam too, and just kind of like uh, play play in my car too. Like yeah. you'd play. The, wait, wait. So we need to be we need to be clear about what songs you'd play in your car. Yeah. So I, I, I um, we didn't get through all the songs, but I did most of the songs that I all, most of the songs we listened to. I checked marked. Most of them are check marked. Which ones aren't? The the ones that weren't check marked were getting better. To admit it's getting better, better, little better all the time. Fixing the hole. I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from wandering where it will go. I'm feeling the cracks. So McCartney's songs. Yeah, uh, you're, oh. you're switching the flip. Yeah. The switch. Well, what if, what, if, what if the other ones were McCartney songs? Who knows? Uh, no, they weren't. They weren't? <laughs> oh, no? Well, and the, what was it? The Bean for the Benefit, right? Bean for the Bean Benefit. Bean for the Benefit, Mr. Kite. Kite. We, we were finishing up some that one of that song. album. Yeah. And uh, Tim Chang was just looking uncomfortable on the couch, just like he didn't want to be there. He wasn't listening. He wasn't enjoying himself at all. The celebrated Mr. K performs his feet on Saturday at Bishop's Gate. Well, give me a headache. It's just like this. The title was weird. It just felt like really abstract. It was just like kind of all over the place and just like too many things going on. I felt like just like too many different things and just I couldn't focus on like one area. Like it wasn't even a song to me. It just felt like someone was just like throwing some random crap at the wall and all those things were different things and they just kind of made different sounds. (laughs) That's what I took out of that one. That one was definitely the song is based on a circus poster. Yeah, that's like what was up with that circus like noise? Like yeah. what that is insane. Like that this is that's probably the worst Beatles songs out of every single one that we've heard. Being for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Oh yeah. wow. Just Being shitting on Lennon's grave with that one. Guaranteed for all. And tonight Mr. Kite is helping the bill. Um all right. So we got through side one for time reasons. We skipped most of side two, in fact almost all of side two, to get back to uh, a day in the life. Uh, give me your thoughts on a day in the life. Day in the life. I it was um, in the beginning, like I guess the first minute or two. I'm not sure how long the track was, but first minute or two, I liked it. It was a good, nice soft rock kind of song to me. Soft. Rock. <laughs> yeah, to me it was like soft rock. It's like really mellow, but still, it was still a rock song. I could tell. I read the news today, oh boy, about a lucky man who made the grave. Then it got fucking weird. <laughs> like I don't know what that was, but I felt like it was a segue to like s- something.
telling me right now that you don't like the best part of that song? I think that that's the best part of that you song. That's the coolest when part. When it builds up. You know what that is? They had an orchestra there, and they told them that they had like a certain amount of notes and measures to get through or whatever, but then they just told them, you guys can just decide what pace you want to go on. And so that's why it's like so crazy. It's just people getting through this thing that they had to get through at whatever pace that they wanted to individually, like a, a half yeah. orchestra. So that's why it's so crazy. But it builds up and then it comes yeah. back to. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. You don't think that's well, cool that build up? Was the, that, I had it check marked in the beginning and then that build up. And you scratched out the check mark. Well, I, cr- I, I put a cross uh, on the check, a check mark. Cross. Uh, check cross. So a fishing hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so it was kind of like um, in the middle. So it's like an in the middle song. Like uh, if, if you can just cut out all the the creepy parts, that'd be a good think, song. You don't think that's a hell of a way to go out on an album because they do that again, and, and then it's that, one final note. Those hands on the piano is just yeah. yeah. Well, if you want to get my thumbs up, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> but isn't that the, like the like what they do in rap songs and shit? Like like when Nicki Minaj sings on on Monster. Uh, or raps on Monster on Kanye's okay. new album. You don't think that that like? I I love that song, and I don't think I think the. I I don't think there was like a build up. I just felt like, I felt like on that song, they had the same tempo, but every every rapper had their own voice uh, along that same tempo. This one was just like, okay, well it's all it's all nice, and then it just becomes weird, like suddenly, like it came out of nowhere. Watching. Just, just, Watching Tim Chang listen to this song was great because yeah. like, this is the same <laughs> yeah, he song. Looked, he looked like he was, like there was something wrong with the record player. Yeah, like, like, he thought I was like gonna like start smoking and spinning off. His but head. at the end, you did go at the end of the build up. The first time you just went, what? <laughs> like you just baffled. Yeah. Oh, how this could have been a thing you heard. And then he instantly went to hating it. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> All right, so where are we going, Waylon? Uh, let's listen to a couple tracks, All You Need Is Love and I Am The Walrus, and then off of the White Album, we'll also listen to Happiness Is A Warm Gun. All right, cool. Tim Chang is going back to the old stereo. Nothing you can make that can't be made No one you can save that can't be saved Nothing you can do but you can learn how to be you in time All you need is love. Um, I thought it was an average song. I would even call it a song. I felt like it was more of a message. I felt like someone was just talking, and there's just like music in the background. I didn't like it. You didn't like the yeah. song "All You Need Is Love." Yeah, it's just like someone was like saying "All You Need Is Love," like, but he didn't sound like he was into it. He just kept. It was just like he was saying something. Like, he was kind of saying the verses, right? Yeah, but he wasn't singing. That's the thing. He was. All you need is love. <laughs> you know, nah, to me, was, it was, to me it was like. All you need is love. <laughs> and just, like, something's playing in the background. What do you think about the message, all you need is love? Uh, it's cliche, but it's true. So how does that make it... How, so, cliche, what What do you mean by cliche? It's... I mean, isn't that, like, in almost every type of media? Like, I mean, when you watch a movie, most movies are about love, right? I would say, right? That's like a that's like a general theme for everything, right? Like a universal theme in life, love. <laughs> You'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. You'd hope so. I guess. I don't but know. don't you think there's something kind of cool about like I think for me the thing that I think gets lost about the Beatles is like John Lennon was unashamed. That was I don't know if that was a Lennon song. Yeah, it was Lennon. Yeah. Uh, like he was just unashamed to s- preach it, you know. Like, and I sure. think that wasn't like necessarily. Like it's it, probably before it was like a cliche. I mean, I guess love stories like. Saying all you need is love was not really. I don't think. Yeah, and I don't cliche. think it means like the romantic love for this either. Yeah. I think it right, just right. means like yeah, all you need is just to love one another, right? Yeah, like just like a as a person gotta, or anything. Yeah, yeah. be good. Like that's not be a, good to your homies, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> be good to your homies and the people you don't know. <laughs> yeah, also yeah, yeah. people that aren't your homies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, definitely knew that he would, he didn't mean like a romantic love. I mean, I, I knew he like 
like love your neighbors, you know. So, yeah, but in general, in general, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I heard it from Taylor Swift, love story. Oh my uh, god, that's, that's not at all the same. <laughs> Taylor Swift is appealing to your loins. She's, she's technically trying to appeal to like thirteen-year-old girls who just have a stupid idea of what love is, but she doesn't rap you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> meanwhile, this universal song just didn't didn't quite do it. Sitting on a cornflake. I thought it was uh, hip. Hip. I thought it was hip. I thought it was badass. Uh, it's like a song that I could definitely jam to. And uh, That one in the car? That one's for the car? That one's for the car. I am the walrus. Nice. Tim Chang in his car. We should make you a car mix. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm still not going to listen to it. <laughs> well, then don't say you would. That was I, a song when I first like was getting into the Beatles. I worked at a radio station, and they had like all the Beatles albums there, and I just was listening to some. And then I heard I am the walrus, and I was like, whoa. Man, it's crazy good. Yeah. <laughs> this was a good song. And, it, and I, honestly, it's like, I, I think back to all the other songs I heard, the, the ones from the very beginning, it's like, they that they really did evolve. Like, yeah. everything was completely different. Like, the next song, Happiness is a Warm Gun, right? Yeah. This one was my favorite out of these three, because it felt like a really, like, it felt like a rock star song. I felt like a real rock song that I could, like, if someone put this out today, I wouldn't be able to recognize if it were from the 60s. I'd be like, oh, this is... You think so? Yeah. Well, I, I think that's, I that's think a good, compliment. It's a compliment, yeah. That's my favorite Beatles song. One, one of them, at least. It's definitely one of the first ones that I was just like, I gotta hear that one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's actually three songs. Really? Three separate John Lennon songs, yeah. Just combined into yeah, one? He, yeah, he mixed it and put it in that song. Yeah. A soap impression of his wife, which he ate and donated to the National Trust. And you probably like a lot of the White Album. Like, yeah. I'd say, like, like, back in the USSR. Isn't that the first song on the White yeah. Album? That kicks it off with... There's Helter Skelters on there. Yeah. I'm so tired. It's kind of... <laughs> We're not listening to the White <laughs> yeah. Album, though. Unfortunately for you, Tim Chang. Oh, lame. I love the White Album. Uh, I think you would, too. Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence is a great song. Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> I remember that. Rocky Raccoon, I think you would just be like, is this like a theme song to a cartoon? Yeah. You would hate that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's you what it sounds like. like. I've just you seen would not face. like Rocky yeah. Raccoon. <laughs> All right, well, we're through the White Album. We're going to we're here in the home stretch. Uh, what do we got? We're going to do uh, three songs from Abbey Road. Come Together, that's John's. And then Oh Darling, which is Paul's. And then Here Comes the Sun, which is George's. I couldn't even tell if that was even a Beatles song because 
it was it was a good beat. I like the beat that they had. Yeah, it sounded really nice. It was, it was just a good song. I mean, like if that came up on my playlist, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so come together. You got Tim Chang yeah, on board with Come Together. Had no, you ever heard that uh, song? Uh, come Together, yeah, I have heard it. Okay. Yeah, I think I heard it in a commercial, but, and I was like, yeah, I like this. It sounds good. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to buy a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that a Kia commercial? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Darling, it was my favorite. Oh, Darling. I liked it because um, when, it, when I first when I first heard it, it sounded kind of old, just like the voice. Uh, and then all of a sudden, when he when he started to get more passionate about what he was saying, like "Oh, darling," when he took like, it up a notch. Yeah, then I was like, "Oh, this is sick. I like this." <laughs> That is like a love song to a girl. Put that on your love mix. I would. Yeah. So two love mix songs. So. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, your love mix just got so much more sophisticated. <laughs> it's not just two chains and Kanye. <laughs> they think, oh wow, he knows about music because <laughs> he's familiar with the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> What did you think? Three out of three. They're oh. all they're all good. You liked them all. I liked, I liked all three of them. I guess yeah. that's what I guess that's what happens when we uh, when we kind of not trim the fat, but <laughs> when, when we uh, hurry right ahead through, through Abbey stuff. Road. So yeah. you you like Abbey Road? You might like Abbey Road as yeah. an album. Well, there's all side B to listen to, which is all those songs that side B is just a bunch of like really short songs that just run together. And then it ends with like a yeah, <laughs> so with like, Her right? Majesty. Yeah, Her yeah. Majesty's very nice girl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, so Tim, is it cool. fair to say that you're coming around to the Beatles? Well, if I had to choose what I want to listen to, I still wouldn't put Beatles on my on my playlists. Uh, sorry, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. Well, we yeah. got two more songs. <laughs> yeah, we got two more songs. We're gonna have we're gonna have them, even though it's out of order chronologically a little bit. We're gonna have them listen to Let It Be because it came out later, and then Hey Jude. Yeah. Yep, I think so. Right. Yep. Uh, cool. Let It Be and Hey Jude. So we're going to wrap it up. Yes, sir. Don't call me sir. (laughs) When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. And when the broken heart. I heard that one for sure, and um, I didn't know it was a Beatles song. Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was someone else sang it, and uh, I liked it. It's like a song that I'd also sing along with. So, how many songs is that that you didn't know were Beatles songs? Come together. Let, Let it, it be. be yesterday. You just mm-hmm. knew that as a yeah as a as <laughs> part of a world video, of part of a cool video, a tragic yeah. World of Warcraft video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, one of many. Yeah, but I'm sure, like, if you guys played other Beatles songs and I've heard them before, I don't, I don't, because I don't know 
Beatles. You've heard Obladi. Obladi, Oblada. Obladi, Oblada. Life goes on, bruh. Uh-uh. I don't think I heard that one. Okay. Maybe, I think you I, have. I probably just sang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Waylon made it sound like a sad man song. <laughs> when yeah. would you listen to this one? Um, Not in the car, for sure. I listen to this in the car. You listen to this, but you'd have to be an introspective car ride or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to this if, I don't know, um, like if something bad happened, but it wasn't too bad. Like, if I, if like, let's say, I don't know, uh, let's say I was in a job interview and they said they liked me, but they don't want me now. Then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess. Let it be. Let it be. I'm still, I'm still good, right? I'm still like got a some pep talk. Yeah. You need a little pep talk. You put so you're a little down, but you don't want to, you're just like, well, I got the interview. It went well. It went, well. So. Well, yeah. it went more, well, but not, the, not as well as it yeah. could. I, I didn't get there, but, but, you know, I know I've got what it takes. Something okay. like that. That's good. Yeah. I'll, I'll give I'm sure Paul would approve that. Yeah. All right. And then finally, Hey Jude. Hey Jude. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better. I thought this one was was pretty good. Uh, hey Jude, pretty good. <laughs> Tim Chang, Tony. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm also still comparing it to the, the other old songs, and I felt like this one was like this was their decaf song. Their decaf song. Decaf. Don't give a fuck. You think Hey Jude was their don't give a fuck song? Yeah, because I love that sweet acronym, dude. Decaf. Decaf. Yeah, because I felt like this was the like because like I said, I'm still just comparing it to the other songs. Like I felt like the older songs were they were more trying to conform to the time. Like, oh, what do people like this kind of poppy song? I think you have that all wrong. Really? It's just hard to gauge because so much shit started sounding like that when the Beatles came out that it just does seem like, oh, they're just of that time. And then it, it always seems like around Sgt. Pepper they're so crazy because that's when they just got completely their own thing. But everyone was copying the Beatles even back in the she loves you, I want to hold your hand shit. Like that, was, that kind of music had to come from somewhere and it kind of came from them. They didn't invent it, but they made it popular. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. And I just thought, I thought Hey Jude was just like, like, okay, to me, that was like the pinnacle of their change. It's like, all right, this is it. We're not going back to what we used to do. Now we're going to just start doing whatever the hell we want, you know? That is what I got from that song. I mean, a lot of people would have got that out of Revolver. (laughs) I mean, I got no, I have no context on any of this, but, you know, based off the, the songs I've listened to in chronological order, like that to me was like, yeah, okay, sure. Well, or the new, the new beats now, the new Beatles. They call them the new beats. <laughs> no one ever calls them the new beats. <laughs> the Abbey Road stuff actually came after Hey Jude. Oh, so like come together and Oh Darling and Oh Okay would have come after Hey Jude. We messed with the chron- chronology a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So then, so I guess that makes sense. For, that makes sense, right? Like Hey Jude was like the pinnacle, and then everything else came after. Because the other ones I also did like too, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like Hey Jude was like that was a change. Like it, it just felt different from all the other songs, just because it, it felt like. They were just letting it out. Sure. You know? This concludes Tim Chang's listening party. Uh, Tim Chang, what did you just say to us before I turned on the microphone? Uh, what, what, wait, what? I said, I said, well, I think we got a pretty good, uh, oh, pretty good amount, a good selection of Beatles songs, and you said those were all the hits, right? No, not at all, <laughs> yeah, not, not even close. close. Yeah. Not, be- <laughs> not even close. Um, okay, so you've you've gotten our introduction, Wayland's introduction, maybe a slightly abbreviated version, but pretty much the it's entire thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. to the Beatles. You, yep. you came coming in. You you thought Yoko was a member, and you compared him to Katy Perry. <laughs> Do you have any any uh, any thoughts on your way out? Did you learn anything today? 
Yes, I learned that the Beatles. I mean, I, I've always respected the Beatles. Have you? No, you absolutely you were not, not respecting the Beatles when we first started. <laughs> no, I mean, I knew that they were influential to music. I knew all of that just as like a fact, mm-hmm. or from word of mouth, I guess. Even without even hearing their music, it's just something you learn in like Beatles, popular book. through word, word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not through any of the many songs they left. Yeah. So, so th- th- I never. I mean, I never respected them from like a from personal experience, but I respected them from what I heard. <laughs> so, if that makes any sense, I don't know. Like, so you knew to respect them, but I you knew- didn't have any basis. <laughs> yeah. Basically. So, so what, where are you? Where do you stand now? Where do I stand now? Um, you know, they were hardworking musicians, and I'll always respect hardworking musicians. So, you know, they. You don't think there's do, <laughs> based on what you've heard? You just said all this stuff before you. Based heard on it. what I heard, I feel like. Okay, they they took the time. I mean, did they take the time to like think? Okay, we should just change up our style of music, or, or what? they didn't just like like go into a studio one day and open their eyes and just go, all right, what now? Like like they definitely they just evolved through it, they had to... and they did it really quickly. Like wow, like Waylon, what's the tell me? Like they it was all took place all of yeah, this. Yeah, so music they hit the United States to. like their music and stuff like in sixty three or sixty early sixty four, late sixty three, and then they broke up in seventy, and so all like. Uh, Abbey Road, I think, came out in 69, so, I mean, so everything happened basically in six years. Wow. And George Harrison was how old when the Beatles I think he's like up? 26 or 27 when the Beatles broke up. Dang. It's just something to think about in terms yeah. of, like, if I if I were to impart anything, like, the thing that, the thing that like, I get struck from, from from the Beatles is, look at how much they did in so little, yeah. like, yeah. look at how be, much they yeah. had to speak, like, how much they had to show for themselves. To be, like, 27, like, George was, and be like, well, I'm done with the Beatles part of my life now. Yeah. I'm 27 years old. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And also just, like, like you you heard from, what was the first one we played him again? I want to know. I want to know. I saw her standing there. I saw her standing there. Yeah. All the way to I don't know. Hey Jude. Hey Jude. Hey Jude. Same art. That's the same Paul. Both Paul songs. One's a beach song. <laughs> you don't think yeah. that's kind of cool to see like the like? Yeah, uh, I think it's. I think that's awesome. But I feel like if you're an artist, that's what you got to do. You got to evolve, right? I how's mean, Taylor Swift evolving? She okay. Seriously, she <laughs> she went from like she went from just honest to god country singing to like now being a pop star to bullshit country singing <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not bullshit like she she throws in like a lot of different does things she write her own music yeah she writes oh, she her own music that, yeah. she does yeah, see alright I'll give her that yeah. I, I, I don't know I, I don't know I mean I didn't know either <laughs> wouldn't expect you guys to <laughs> all of it all of all her of own music all of her music is written by her okay well, and she's evolved yeah and she's she, evolved yeah she's the same way who's better like uh, who do you think will be remembered better Taylor Swift the Beatles like I feel like the Taylor, Taylor Swift will be remembered because I because the Beatles like even though people remember them now there's people there are people who are like younger than me that won't that won't remember the Beatles and if they ever look them up they'll, just, they'll have the same attitude as me and, and we just, weren't alive how do you think they broke up in 1970 so how do you think they're still popular as popular as they are today do you think they're they're as popular today as they were back then right now do you think so I, uh, not, well, no, not I don't know. Popular, no, 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 as popular, still... but as popular as they are today, still is what I'm saying. Okay. Beatles Love in Vegas sells out almost every night. Yeah, really. So like, like, oh. oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's a it's great. So, it's such a good show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I because like Danger Mouse uh, mixed up the white album and the black album, right? Yeah, yeah. And made yeah. the gray the album. album Jay Z and the Beatles. Have you heard that? Uh uh-uh. Oh man, I've heard the black album. Uh, I will. I will say this. I, I think the Beatles are definitely a great band. Um, and if I were alive during that time, or even just a little bit past that, I'd definitely appreciate it. And I do appreciate it. I do. I do like it. I think they're great. I think they're a great band. And uh, you know, but they're just not my like top ten or anything. Like, I'm sorry. But hey, I, I like so you, you appreciate them better is what you're saying. I appreciate them still much not, better. You still can't put them on the pedestal that I do or a lot of other. Yes. Do. Give it. Yeah. Okay. That's not too bad. All right. That's about the best we could have hoped for, right? Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> and it's like, it's like and I don't hate them or anything. I, like, I definitely do respect them. Like, honestly, I really, spe- I really respect them. I think they're great. And the, some of the, most of the songs, actually, I would say, uh, you know, Revolver, once, re- when we started, once we started listening to Revolver, I felt like, okay, yeah, most of the songs are pretty good. So, so you like the post. That's fair. Yeah. All right, Tim Chang. That's fair. Leave us with a final thought. Give me your, uh, what, what, what was your favorite song? 
Um, it was the, uh, what was it called? Eleanor Rigby? Eleanor Rigby, yeah. That's your favorite song? Eleanor Rigby. All right, Tim Chang, one last thought on the Beatles. Let us go. All right. Sign us off. Beatles, uh, Paul McCartney, you're a good man. And Ringo, you're, I guess you're pretty cool, too. Uh, no, keep I didn't it up. to the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just be talking into a tin can. <laughs> no, they'll hear it. They listen to it. Yeah. It's in a dream, waits at the window, wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door. So there you go. Uh, I think we were a little ambitious tackling the Beatles for our very first episode, but I'm glad we did. Uh, Waylon McQueen was our guest, and I don't know about you guys, but I learned a lot from him. I thought he had a lot of cool stuff to say. Um, if you want to know more about him, you can check out his terrible pun-filled Twitter account at, at WaylandExtreme. That's at W-A-Y-L-A-N-D-X-T-R-E-M-E. Uh, or you can catch the two of us performing together with The Great War uh, on Monday nights at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. If you have anything to say about the show, questions, comments, show ideas, you can email me at josh at theeducationoftimchang.com. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at timchangedu on Twitter. I'll be back next week teaching Tim Chang all about Seinfeld with my special guest, Casey Fay. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, until then, thank you so much for listening, and have yourselves a wonderful week. Ta-ta. Get it. All you need is love. All right. Thanks, bro.